a better future podcast building a better future one change at a time hi welcome to another episode of a better future my name's corin goodall and i'm known as the realist i'm sasha laws and i'm known as the campaigner and i'm jason light and i'm the professional well, we have been a little quiet uh, the last month or maybe even two, um, but we've managed to get us all together to record another episode for you. Uh, me and Jay have actually not been on holiday together, but with our other halves as well. We went to Wales. That was a, a lovely trip away, and, and Sasha's uh, been I'll, keeping herself busy. Oh yeah, I've been super busy with work, so um, yeah, it was just a... Difficult to to try and make the time, but um, that's what we're going to address today. Where we've got uh, we've got, actually got two two parts to this, um, and we're going to talk about mindfulness. Two episodes on mindfulness because you know I think we all need it. And, uh, this one particularly is focusing on yoga and meditation. None of us are experts on mindfulness. That's probably something we should definitely point <laughs> out. So why have we decided to do two episodes on mindfulness then if we're not the experts? What is it that we want to talk about and why do we think that it's important? Um, I think the society and um, the situations we create for, create for ourselves now, um, a lot of people feel overwhelmed. And that could be through stresses, through you know your work, whatever it may be or the fact that there's so much going on, uncertainty, things like Brexit, things to do with the environment. The B word. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so it can it can all feel quite overwhelming. You know, you've got increase in anxiety, depression, um, you know, and it covered all age groups. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really important to um, address those by taking time, to, you know, to work on yourself, to work on calming your mind down when, you know, things are amplified for mm-hmm. me I live in London so I think with all these these stresses that come about it's absolutely amplified by constantly being stimulated by noise mm-hmm. things going on you're meant you know you're going clear you know from a to b you know you know you're walking really fast you're doing all these sorts of things and it's you know you have to actively take that time to to be mindful about what you're doing mm. in order to bring those stress levels down and you know it seems to be affecting a lot of my um friends and family um mm-hmm. you know we quite often have conversations so so for me it's a really important topic mm-hmm. and you know and there's lots of things to cover yeah, yeah. and uh, you kind of it's a bit like when you're on a plane and they tell you to put the seatbelt on yourself or the gas mask on yourself before you help others you have to kind of you know we all want to do you. loads of good things mm-hmm. and help other people but we need to make sure we're in a position mm-hmm. to be able to do that yeah. and it can feel quite overwhelming because Obviously, we're here to help talk about a better future and try and keep it positive and all of that. But you are bombarded quite often with bad news and things. So they, they, that becomes overwhelming. You then become maybe a little bit weighed down by those things. And like you just said, you can't then be helpful if you're feeling like it's a, a non-helpful situation, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I've, I've found, you know, um, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this, you know, like you, you were calling it eco-anxiety. Mm-hmm. I've, you know, listened to um, a podcast, um, what was it, The Dilemma, Moral Dilemma, that you got, I think you shared once. Oh, The Moral Maze. Moral Maze, that's it. Um, So yeah, there's a podcast um, called The Moral Maze, when it was talking about the environment and being on a tipping point, and Mm -hmm. I was listening to it, um, and then on my way home from work, and suddenly this crippling anxiety of... It's all just too much. Looking around at the tube, thinking, is anybody thinking the same as me? And it's just, it, one, it's not any good for anyone to think like that. But, yeah, it's, like I say, it can come very overwhelming um, very quickly. So I think we're in that on, the reason why we're doing it is because a better future is also a better us. Yes. Cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or a vegan alternative. Yes. <laughs> So we're going straight into the interview? Yeah, let's. Uh, so um, I had an interview with Lauren, who is actually my yoga instructor, and Sasha introduced me to her. She is a friend of Sasha's. So, um, yeah, we went to college together. So. <laughs> uh, Lauren's lovely, and I hope you enjoy the interview. 
I'm here with Lauren Gray. She is actually my yoga instructor and I thought it would be a nice thing to do to have a chat with her and find out a bit more about yoga as this uh, podcast is all about mindfulness. So, hi Lauren. Yeah. <laughs> um, how did you get into yoga? Um, so, I started doing yoga when I was about 16, I guess. Okay. Um I was dancing loads and I went along to a class just to sort of find out what it was all about. I had no idea, no preconceptions. I just went to like a early morning Friday class at a gym and I felt really, really amazing afterwards. So I was like, oh, I'll do that again. And um, just kept kept doing it kind of on and off, never really took it too seriously um, because I was adamant that I was going to be a dancer um and then over the years that evolved and went to uni and got like numerous injuries and stuff but yoga helped me with all of that so I ended up doing loads more yoga than dancing the like percentage shifted yeah and um I came back and I chatted to my very first yoga teacher and he said why not go and do a yoga teacher training I think you'd be really good so I went to India uh, oh, nice. Five years, five years ago, <laughs> nice. and did a, a yoga teacher training there. Nice. Which was a, like an intensive two hundred hour. For? The training was five, just shy of five weeks. Okay. Um, but then we like travelled nice. afterwards. The plan was to do six months, but we got dengue fever, so we had to come home. My sister did mention that you got ill. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah it was pretty pretty gross but <laughs> it kind of pushed me into starting up teaching because I was yeah. pretty scared yeah but I just came home and I set up some classes and, and got going with it yeah. so and it's going yeah. well yeah it's going really well a busy class the other week yeah <laughs> I'm enjoying yeah. it so that kind of nicely flows me into asking you what is yoga such a big question yeah that is a massive question um okay so you don't need to tell me all the ins and outs just maybe Okay, so I mean, the, the the easiest thing to say is that yoga means to unite. So bringing together the physical elements of the practice, so doing poses and postures, with also the meditation aspect, the mindfulness, um, awareness of breathing and different breathing techniques, and uniting them all together to feel happier more often, for longer, and content in life. Mm-hmm which I think is what a lot of people are searching for. Yeah. There's yeah. very rarely someone that comes to my class just because. Yeah. You know, they're, they're actively looking for something that they can't quite put their finger on. Yeah. And I, th- I think the depth of the subject of yoga entices them Yeah. in the first place. Yeah. I, but what I really like about coming to your class, actually, because I have been to a couple of others, is um, sometimes they can be quite intense, more of a workout. And what I really like about yours is the the winding back and not forcing the postures. So, you know, if you can already feel it in a position, don't keep trying to push it to, you know, get it perfect. Because I guess there are positions and that's what you do. But if you're halfway there and you can feel it, that's okay as well, isn't it? Um, And that's what I've really enjoyed. And, yeah, just just that hour just to be just there and you're you're not thinking about anything else apart from am I doing this right (laughs) (laughs) that is the that is the predominant thought and to be fair I have the same thoughts as well even as the teacher I'm like am I saying this as well as I possibly can am I doing this the best I can to help these people understand what I mean but that's why I always try and say go for the feeling rather than what it looks like so eventually I mean in my own personal practice now I shut my eyes 90% of the time because I'm not bothered about what it looks like yeah um, I'm more, I'm more worried about how it how it's feeling. feeling you yeah. know, if it feels forced or if it feels like I'm pushing it or in a bit of a danger zone with a muscle or a knee or whatever, mm-hmm. I'll ease it off and yeah. I try and teach that. Especially with the the, cl- the particular class that you come to as well. There's such an age range. Yeah, there is. You know, yeah. I've got I've got Mary who's in her seventies, yeah. and then I've got you she know, does good. She does well. You, you can still do it if you're seventy. Yeah, if we've exactly. got seven year old listeners, get out there and get to you. Yeah, class. exactly. It's amazing, <laughs> and um, it definitely keeps me learning as a yoga teacher as well because I have to find ways to make it accessible for her. Mm-hmm. She's got a metal toe as well. So oh, okay. I have fun. heard. I did hear you say that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and then I've got um, another another lady that comes who has um, quite 
serious Alzheimer's. Yeah. So she she never remembers that she's been to a previous class. Okay. But her family, who come with her, yeah. have said that her memory has slowly started to improve okay. just a little bit. So just obviously from coming to yoga. Yeah. So okay. obviously the the process of maybe going inwards a bit more mm-hmm. and and healing from within rather mm-hmm. than thinking, oh, I'll take that or whatever. Yeah. Um, has started to. Yes started to take hold which is really good and then obviously I've got people like our age (laughs) that come to the class (laughs) so it's definitely a varied one for sure I know sometimes I'm looking I'm like I should be down there with the 70 year olds I'm not quite there and there's some girls in there that are amazing (laughs) but it's not about that is it it's not like Steve quite often asks me when I come back he's like did you do good at yoga today and I'm like what does that mean I'm like I don't you can't you get better, I guess. What he means is you get better at the stretches and things. Yeah. You start, but it becomes more of a flow rather than. Yeah, but. I think I think if you leave the class feeling in a more elevated mood, mm-hmm. but simultaneously more relaxed. Yeah. Then you've you've done a good at yoga. <laughs> I always feel like I'm like I need to do that every day. Really, <laughs> that's a kind of well, it's, once I have a better idea about it, I could start doing a few more bits at home. But. It's the evolution of the practice. Yeah, you do it once a week, and then you're like, oh, I could do it twice a week. Yeah, you do it twice a week, and you're like, oh, I could probably do three or four times a week. <laughs> I could probably do it every day. Yeah, <laughs> but you don't need to do an hour mm-hmm. every day. Yeah, ten minutes. The breathing part of it is so important as well, isn't it? Like that's so vital and, and I quite often forget to breathe. So it's so, I yeah. really value it when you say about breathing. I'm like, oh yeah, I haven't breathed for ages. So I'm so like straining to get in a position and I'm like, oh yeah, I've not breathed for like a minute. Yeah. <laughs> but that is the bit that I think helps you calm you know, I work with dogs. We're always talking about getting them to sniff to calm down. Yeah. Just that air cycle, I guess, yeah. kind of is the similar thing. It kind of just There's, gives you a minute. I mean, that's really nice kind of to tie in. There's a lovely little, um, in one of the like traditional yoga texts, there's a lovely um, little like snippet which talks about the quality of breath in mm-hmm. your life. So obviously you compare our breathing speed to a dog's breathing speed mm-hmm. and they're going to breathe so much faster than us, mm-hmm. you know, and they breathe through their mouths and they're very excited. Mm-hmm. And then you look at their lifespan in comparison to ours. And then you look at how we breathe and then how a tortoise breathes. Okay. They maybe breathe once or twice a minute. So you look at their so lifespan. Maybe I'm like a tortoise. but they breathe so much slower and their lifespan is longer so there's a in nature there's there's good there's probably a fairly good basis for longer deeper breathing longer healthier life okay so interesting yeah yeah concentrate on that yeah (laughs) (laughs) um so what we talked about there being other types of yoga uh-huh. So what what type do you do? So it's really just so difficult. Um, I guess the the broad term for the style of yoga that I teach is hatha yoga. Okay. Um, in Sanskrit, it would be pronounced hatha because okay. they don't have the th in the language. Okay. Um, the yeah the th sound. Um, and there's there's many different things about what it means. No one really knows, to mm-hmm. be honest. Some people say it's the sun and the moon, and that's what the heart and the fur is. Okay. But there's no real basis for that. But it's basically the culmination of, like what I said before, so the physical movement, um, the meditation, the breathing, the mindfulness, mm-hmm. and taking what you mm-hmm. learn or what you experience on your yoga mat and then taking it off with you. So it's not just that hour-long practice. It becomes part of your life. Yeah. And it becomes something that you can sort of tap into whenever you need. So how do you encourage people to make it part of their life? How do you, say, work in some mindfulness into your mm-hmm. daily routine? Mm-hmm. So breathing is, yeah. the big, is the biggest one, in all honesty. Yeah. We do not focus on our breathing enough. Mm-hmm. It's an autopilot function. We do it. We don't even have to think about it. But when you do step back and you think about it, it becomes so much richer Mm -hmm. and a lot of people experience different things when they breathe deeper. So for me personally, if I do 10 minutes of just honest deep breathing, Mm -hmm. inhaling and exhaling through my nose, 
I reopen my eyes once I've done that technique and I feel like my peripheral vision has improved and I feel like my whole body has just sort of gone okay here we go and we've got to do whatever yeah yeah I feel more energized I feel like I've got more vitality I feel like every cell in my body has just gone okay I'm listening now kind Mm -hmm. of thing um almost like a reboot yeah almost yeah like pushing a reset button yeah that's I think that's probably one of the best things um and also sitting still is a big thing I think Mm -hmm. a lot of the time we're like okay right I've got to do that and then Mm -hmm. I've got to do that but we don't actively put in stillness or quiet time you know Mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it whether you're sitting down whether you're laying down whether you're standing up or even at your office desk Mm -hmm. just having right okay I need 10 minutes because I feel flustered mm-hmm. and so, it's not sleeping it's, it's not sleeping <laughs> I always say actively look at the insides of your eyelids mm-hmm. because I think as soon as we shut our eyes we have that kind of instant thought of oh I'm nice and relaxed yeah because that's what you do to go to sleep but mm-hmm. if you look at the insides of your eyelids there's a focus mm-hmm. instead yeah. so you're not shutting off mm-hmm. You're still focusing, but focusing inwards Mm -hmm. rather than going, oh, what's that over there? Oh, I can see that, you know, and getting distracted again. Yeah, I did did, um, a bit of mindfulness stuff and it's okay if your mind wanders, but it's trying to bring it back, isn't it? Like, so that you are just Mm -hmm. sort of, just, uh, you know, being in touch with what's going on within you rather than all the external stuff that's always there yeah and I mean things like headspace <clears throat> yes that, are that was the one amazing mm-hmm. I can't like honestly they're absolutely incredible I know yeah. so many people that use that as a daily tool so yeah. if someone is looking for no I need more then yeah. download headspace yeah. and use it because they're brilliant yeah. um He's got um, such a great voice as well. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, but I always say meditation is the process of calmly and consistently bringing your awareness back to the present moment. Yeah. So if you can do that without getting frustrated. And it takes practice, doesn't it? it doesn't, yeah, you can't so just go be like, right, I've decided takes, that's what I'm going to be like. Yeah, you can't, it takes so much yeah. patience. Yeah. <laughs> so much patience. Yeah. Do you crazy. find that you're more patient in your life now? No. 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 <laughs> no, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I'm this amazing, patient, saint-like person. Um, I mean, if, if Ben, my partner, was here, he would say he's the more patient one. Okay. Um, but it depends what we're being patient for. If, yeah. if I'm doing a shop round Tesco's, yeah. then I'm the more patient one. If it's really full and there's loads of people, you know, I'm the one who starts smiling at random people just <laughs> yeah. to make it a little bit more interesting. Yeah. Whereas he's there like, I need to get out. I need to get out. I need fresh air. But then doing something like making something with your hands, he's very patient. Okay. So he will sit and he'll work away at that. We've all got our skills. So yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. We're all different. But yeah. if I'm doing something, you know, physically with my hands, I'm not particularly gifted with yeah. things like that. I'll get frustrated probably a lot quicker than the majority of other people on the planet. (laughs) But it's all a practice. Oh, that's good. So are there any programs or anything like that that people could maybe watch to get a bit more information about what it is that you kind of do? Yeah, I mean, YouTube's awesome. Yeah. Obviously, you type in pretty much anything on yoga. Um, if you want to practice yoga on YouTube, the first person you'll probably come across is Yoga with Adrian. Okay. Um, she's. I been think my going... sister's mentioned her. Yeah. Yeah, she's probably probably been going doing YouTube videos for probably five or six years or something okay. like that. But she does everything from like ten minutes to like an hour and a half. Okay. So you can choose what kind of practice and what she does is she doesn't say, "Oh, this is Hatha yoga or Ashtanga yoga or a weird Sanskrit word that no one understands." Yeah. It will be yoga before bed or okay. yoga to wake up in the morning or yoga for your lower back or yeah. yoga for your sore pinky finger on your left hand do you know yeah. what I mean like it will just say that so yeah. you can pick and choose what you want and need at whatever given time um and Netflix is really plowing its money into things like that so obviously yeah. from an environmental perspective you've got things like you know what the health and mm-hmm. rotten and all those sorts of things that are amazing but then there's also ones like heal which I watched probably about a month ago and I still haven't stopped talking about but (laughs) it goes into the kind of holistic and alternate therapies that have been shunned Mm -hmm. and 
and talks to scientists and physicians and chemists and biologists and really, really top people in the fields of all of these different areas. And they're saying, no, there's something that we don't understand here. And there is scientific evidence that, you know, mind over matter. Okay, yeah, it's an old saying, but it is so true and it's so prominent. Um, We're seeing it in the reverse. So we're seeing a lot of people struggling because... Maybe they're not being so mindful in the food they choose to eat, um, how much time they spend in nature, how much time they spend focusing on their breathing mm-hmm. or controlling their mind yeah. through things like meditation. So not obviously controlling it in a bad way, trying to harness it in a enlightening way instead. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and it kind of ricochets and mirrors what's happening with the planet at the same time yeah. so it kind of ties it all in together which is you know a big thing to fit into I think the program's like an hour and a half or an hour and 40 minutes or something um but they just talk to all of these different people um my personal favorite um is Deepak Chopra who is an Indian physician who now lives in America um but he's all about integra- integrative health yeah so he will literally prescribe someone a breathing technique yeah. You know, they'll say, oh, I get migraines all the time. Okay, try this. Okay. Come back. Oh, I'm still getting them occasionally. Okay, so try this. Mm-hmm. And it will be like proactive um, activities and, and techniques that mm-hmm. you can do. You don't have to pay big pharma for, basically. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's a it's an ongoing practice. But he himself does yoga and meditation and breathing mm-hmm. and all of that every day and... It's not it's Express not dismissing it. someone's actual pain. It might help no. and regardless it's yeah. going to be good for you anyway, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And obviously western <laughs> medicine works absolute wonders and mm-hmm. miracles, but there needs to be the balance of something else and yeah. we also need to be able to take responsibility mm-hmm. um of what's going on, you know. I I still get ill. Yeah. You know, I'm a human, <laughs> human being. I still it's not get magic. Ill. It's, not, it's magic. not magic. I'm not ever going to get ill ever again. Um, but, you know, through doing things like, you know, meditation and breathing and mm-hmm. yoga and everything like that, I can I can subdue it somewhat yeah. or prevent it from getting worse. Yeah. So, yeah, all about like tying everything in together. But that yes. program is a standout. So Worth a watch. check it out. <laughs> Obviously, the aim of our podcast is to talk about how we can help ourselves, help other people create a better future. Um, With everything, there's so much going on in everyone's lives, just the normal work, families, let alone all the external politics and all the other bad stuff. Mm. Uh, People people are running on burnout quite often and, you know, they're sort of exhausted. How can... um, how how will it help people? Do you think it would help people to take a step back? Do you think you know it could help actually improve not just everyone's future but them individually? Yeah, yeah. massively, massively. I don't. If I hadn't have started yoga in my mid to late teens, I mean, I still I still was a normal teenager. I still mm-hmm. made stupid decisions, and mm-hmm. I still thought, you know, this tiny little thing was the entire universe. Yeah. Um, but I don't. I don't know. I'd probably be one of those people. Mm-hmm now you know really struggling and you know stress anxiety depression burnout you know mm-hmm. the big four yeah, yeah those <laughs> I'd probably be one of those people um I think what what not only yoga you know in sort of like the western sense with the movement and the postures and stuff but mm-hmm. the meditation the mindfulness the breathing it it teaches you to notice what's truly important mm-hmm. so I mean, we watch like Hollywood films now and it's, you know, always about learning to come back to the family and don't miss your kids growing up Mm -hmm. and, you know, spend time with those that you love. And, you know, I think a lot of people go, yeah, yeah, I do. I do. But when you actually nurture yourself, you therefore nurture Mm -hmm. everyone else. There's a really, um, a really lovely quote and it's like, treat yourself like a tree. You know, when you get to the roots of, of what is truly important to you, what makes you happy, what brings you joy. Um, when you, when you nurture those roots, it flourishes Mm -hmm. to the blossom and the fruit on the tree. Yeah. So it, it, it it grows and it, it never stops growing. Yeah. 
Whereas so. if, you, if you're just concentrating on trying to get a couple of flowers at the top. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> or like picking, constantly picking the fruit, you yeah. know, it's never, yeah, it's never sure. going to flourish. It's never yeah. going to come back. A lot of, a lot of what I think is, a lot of what I think on yoga, I always use metaphors of nature. I feel like they go yeah. very hand in hand. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if I end up talking loads about nature, it's just because it's the easiest way for <laughs> yeah. me to contextualise it. <laughs> But there's another saying, which is no mud, no lotus. And that's the same principle. Like, you know, we have happiness that's organic and that that happens naturally. But you don't get the pretty lotus flower sitting on the top of the lake if there's no mud underneath it Mm -hmm. to feed it. So, you know, the the flower represents the sweetness of life and the mud represents the bad times. But Mm -hmm. you you can't have one without the other. It's a a cycle. It's good. Yeah, I think um, sometimes I know myself is you're constantly looking for just like complete happiness <laughs> like but yeah, it doesn't yeah. happen does yeah. it what it what yoga yoga and being mindful is all about is being able to get yourself through those times when things may be a bit more difficult or you know yeah. just a little bit of stress you know yeah. stress is normal it's going to happen a little bit of anxiety i think most people could probably say yep. they have it at some point there's um, so many different types of anxiety exactly, as well yeah. so I often find with a lot of people, the the more they've been through, the more they've experienced, um, the sweeter the bliss at the end. Yeah, you know, it's it's kind of a a trudge and a <laughs> and a difficult journey, but then it, it does bring that that sweetness. Got but also, get, just get a dog. I mean, if you're really <laughs> that bad, just get a dog because they understand. <laughs> I'd say dogs are the ma- are true are the true masters of yoga. For oh, sure. well, definitely in the sense that what happens in a moment was that moment. Yep, move and on, move on. You yep. know, like we quite often, you know, dogs will have a little blah blah blah. Yeah, at another dog, but it was. And they stretch, yes. Sorry, got Steve in the background there. I am so jealous when Twigs does a downward dog. <laughs> yeah. Because she's a dog. <laughs> she just, just got it. does it. It's just, it's just brilliant. I'm so jealous. She gets yeah. such a good stretch. In true style on. of a Better Future podcast, we do have a dog in the room, of course. <laughs> <laughs> New one today. Um, so, a couple of things I wanted to ask you. Um, how do you remember the positions? I guess that takes time, right? does it does take time yeah. and they've all got a sanskrit name as well okay yeah um which personally for me as a teacher i try not to delve into too much because yeah. it just adds a whole other layer of confusion <laughs> yeah um <laughs> i'll say one or two yeah um but it's it's not it's not an integral part of the practice yeah. for me personally or for the people that i teach to be completely honest no. um as i was a dancer for so long i mm-hmm. think it I was thinking that must have helped you yeah. at least be able to get into positions. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> like, my muscle memory's there already, and it's it's been fairly well established throughout most of my life. So and remembering a routine. Remembering a routine, yeah, yeah. So I'd have to remember, like, anywhere between two and a half to five minutes of a routine, yeah. which is arguably more complicated than remembering an hour-long sequence, because you have to repeat it on both sides, whereas in a dance you only do the one side. So, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah it is hard. Mm-hmm. Um but I, I, still, I still have to do the prep, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> and I have to go through it myself a good couple of times to make sure that it's, that it's in there. Do many people in your life practice yoga regularly or mindfulness? You know, you said More... your partner. Are you having a good influence? No, not on him. <laughs> not, not quite. I mean, he came, he came to India with me when I did my teacher training. Mm-hmm. And he's very logically minded Mm -hmm. so if there's not science to back it up Mm -hmm. then it's still very no (laughs) no that's not how you do it um but he recently had to go well I actually made him go to the osteopaths because he's got a really really bad back Mm -hmm. like lower back um he's a tree surgeon so he sits in harness all day Okay. And the osteopath was like why why don't you try yoga (laughs) and he was like oh yeah yeah, my partner's a yoga teacher. I probably should start. I've been teaching for like five years. Um, he does about three poses a day yeah. to help his back and yeah. his hamstrings and that whole back half of the body. Yeah. Um, but aside from that, whether you, whether you believe or not, though, whether it does any healing as such, what it mm. does do is it stretch. You're stretching. Yeah. And it you 
you're having that mindfulness moment. So regardless mm-hmm. of whether you believe all the other stuff that comes yeah. with it, which is, yeah. I think, down to any particular person and what they believe. So personal. It's just a nice thing to do. I just really, I honestly, mm-hmm. I'm just like, that, that, oh, I really want to get you to do the bowl thing. I wanted to record that. If you've oh, got okay. It, yeah, yeah, I yeah. I've got, really it. I've nice. got it in my bag. That bit. I love um, that bowl. I don't know how it will sound no. on a recording. I'm not, <laughs> sure, not sure how good it will come out. Before we do the lovely singing bowl, just to end this lovely interview, um, thank you for your time today. Thank I you. I look forward to class later. <laughs> <laughs> um, where can people find you? Because I know you do videos and things like that so that people can maybe check you out. And Yeah, yeah. yeah. so um, my name is Lauren Gray. My business name is just LG Yoga. Um, so if you Google it, you'll get lots of um, laptops <laughs> and then my face. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm sort of just based in around... Um, the Southampton area and my website is lg-yoga.com Great. and I'm also on SoundCloud I've done uh, recorded about seven or eight um, between 10 and 20 minute meditations oh, they're free so awesome. if you want to give I'm it a go, go listen to them now <laughs> yeah it's 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 good it's good fun um, the sound quality isn't amazing but yeah. it's definitely good to try and get into something without having to pay out for it yeah nice so you can bring it into your life (laughs) (laughs) thank you I hope you all liked the uh, meditation bowl at the end there. It's my favourite thing at the end of yoga class. I think it's part of the reason why I go. Um, You're right about the, the sounds, though. Quality, it was great. Yeah, really yeah. I'm, glad, I'm yeah. glad it turned out all right. Yeah, you right as, there, Jay? As usual. A, <laughs> yeah, I've just woken up. I've zoned out with the bowl. <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm definitely going to check out her... Um, her guided meditations i've done one um quite a while ago now but it's just you know you sometimes you just need that little gentle nudge to mm-hmm. remember that there's things out there and it's great that you know that, you know people know, yeah I know it's even better when you know somebody mm-hmm. um and uh yeah, so I'll and they're free on soundcloud yes which is really yeah. cool so yeah it's really nice of her to do that yeah absolutely there's also Headspace as well, which is another one. I don't know if you guys have downloaded that. I've only downloaded the free... Uh, Ten sessions. Yeah, so far. And it has been uh, probably about a year <laughs> since I've done one of them. But I did really like it. Yes, I do. And a lot of people talk about it. But I have to admit, I actually use it to get to sleep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> which is not what it's made for. So yeah. I, I know I need to, to, to address that. But I think there's so many different... Um, you know methods and tools and you have to find mm-hmm. what works for you mm-hmm. i have listened to it and and used it for, for a guided meditation um in the past so maybe i need to tap back into that but i then i also listen to like meditation music yeah. and that helps me you know mm-hmm. tap into this like the moment um but then at the same time you're being stimulated by something so yeah. is it something that i need to sit there um and practice mm-hmm. but i think that's one that um you know lauren picks the point picks up she picks up on the fact that you need to practice these things it's not easy to train yeah. your mind to um focus um and let let the day go or let the worries go mm-hmm. um so yeah it's something that i think like, I, I i personally want to work on yeah but even taking the time going to a class or something it's it's you're setting a bit of your day away to just be about just, you yeah mm. and, and not be about anything because once you're at a class you can't do the washing up you can't do the cooking or whatever it is work-wise that, that you've got what well, yeah that's it and i can't that's that is and i said this to lauren i think it's the longest i go without checking my phone at the hour yoga class i do with her apart from sleep i do sleep without looking at my phone before everyone gets really concerned but waking hours is probably one of the longest times i go so it's nice apart from when i do accidentally leave it on vibrate and i hear it vibrating in my shoe in the corner (laughs) um yeah uh one thing i know jay and we wanted to talk about was 
how not pushing a position if you do find a yoga class and you do find it too strenuous then hopefully your instructor is sort of telling you that it's not how it looks and how precise you are on the position but how it feels and 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 I know it sounds cheesy, but the taking part and how it's making you yeah. feel rather than, oh, that person's doing it amazing and they look fabulous. I'm meant to look like that. It's not really... Which is an easy trap to fall into, especially, yeah. you know, people that are on, you know, Instagram. And if you yeah. are following people that, you know, their life is yoga and you can, you know, put it up on a pedal stool mm-hmm. and like that, this is how I should look. I should be more flexible and mm-hmm. put a lot more pressure on yourself. Um, but actually, you know, Lauren really talks about, you know, is how how you feel yeah and if you feel energized at the end of the session well then you won mm-hmm. and that's you know yeah and i i've i've sort of dipped in and out of doing yoga over the years um sort of lunchtime sessions sometimes at work mm-hmm. um with different yoga instructors and i've i've always kind of joked that there should be man yoga which is sort of yoga for people who play too much football and their muscles are too tight and you can't actually do any of the positions at all (laughs) it's sort of come to a bit late not that you can but um it's yeah you kind of go into those sessions and they're like oh no this is one that are good for blokes for upper body strength and then you sit there kind of with your muscles shaking as you're kind of like trying to I mean it is certainly interesting there is only one guy well no there's two there's two that flitter in and out of the class that we're in not a lot of men I think feel comfortable maybe going to yoga I don't know maybe it's just so many females are in the class but um, yeah no but I do think it's changing maybe it depends where you are so my yoga class in London I'd say it's quite quite mixed probably more weighted towards women but there's certainly quite a lot of guys and some of my guy mates do yoga Mm -hmm. and they're not you know it's not a it's a, a woman's thing yeah I don't so, I don't think I've ever had a guy go oh I'm not going because of that but maybe they just don't feel comfortable, comfortable working yeah. out in a room full of women I'm not sure yeah well it yeah. might be but it might be the same for like women going to a boxing session for sure do you see what I mean yeah, yeah but yeah. you know equally you yeah know. and I think there's probably only going to widen isn't it and yeah. people are going to just be taking part regardless so that's good yeah, yeah. Absolutely. and that kind of connection with sports as well mm-hmm. you know there's quite a few famous footballers that have their career have gone on till they're nearly 40 because mm-hmm. they they've done yoga all the way through their career and it's kind of really yeah. helped them yeah kind of avoid injury and even yeah. so it's there's there's other ways that might draw men into doing yeah. it i guess but um yeah it's just i don't know we're just not as flexible <laughs> and it's i don't know of, you i'm not very flexible uh, it's just uh, <laughs> but i mean she talked a bit about youtube and different people you can kind of do and mm-hmm. i, I a few months ago, I was struggling with a back injury and I Googled, literally Googled man yoga <laughs> and found this guy that's got loads of free videos that were, weren't too strenuous. <laughs> <laughs> that, I think that's, that's the thing, isn't it? You can, you know, with YouTube, you can find something that fits mm-hmm. for you. Um, for me though do it, it might work for you if you've got an area at home where you can just have it and it's nice and relaxing but my house layout and having dogs and just not being the tidiest of people finding a place to do yoga is I'm not going to I'm just not going to do it at home I'm not and if I do I'm not going to feel relaxed afterwards so going to a class for me is really important but like I said what works for you and just doing and and maybe taking part and seeing if it really helps you actually relax and end a day on a good note or start a day on a good note or have a lunch day on a good note (laughs) yeah but I think as well like sometimes I get caught up in doing yoga and meditation and actually you don't need to do them together so you know if you don't have time you know or space to do to do yoga then it's a case of actually starting your morning or ending your day with a guided meditation or just taking that five minutes just to yeah that certainly could be done i think a little bit more like everywhere maybe just in the bedroom shut the door open the curtains roll the curtains whatever makes you feel more relaxed yeah i like at this time of year i mean my i've got a great big oak tree at the back of my house and i like to see the leaves and that makes me feel quite calm mm. so that's quite nice yeah we i had a yoga class i used to go to at lunchtime and it was in the basement in sort of dingy basement of this building and mm-hmm. it had no windows and the only way in was a lift and they so if they turn the lights off we used to do the kind of meditation bit and it, okay. some people hated it some people loved it mm-hmm. it was really kind of takes you away from being at work just mm-hmm. for that kind of yeah five minutes mm-hmm. but um yeah it's kind of 
what you like, really. You mm-hmm. know, I've spoken to some people and they're like, oh, I really hate that bit at the end of it. Um, you know, just find a different... That's my favourite bit, the bit where we're not exercising yeah. and we're just chilling. But I've, I've done <laughs> meditation sessions where you're meditating for half an hour and I know for some people that's probably not a long time. For mm-hmm. some people it's probably a hell of a long time. Yeah, yeah. And you're not meant to move. So, and it's this whole concept of, you know, is, is it uncomfortable or are you in pain? if it's just uncomfortable should you just try and work through that but if you're in pain should you adjust yourself mm-hmm. so that and that mentally was really tough for me because you're just thinking how long is this going on for <laughs> or like your leg starts to go numb and that's all you can think about so for me that was um the, you know um it's something, something quite mentally challenging yeah, yeah i don't know i guess like the... that. <laughs> no, I, I can't say i'm in a rush to, to, to do it but yeah. but at the same time you know Sometimes I only take time to meditate for a couple of minutes and should I actually push myself to do something 10 to 15 minutes, maybe not the half an hour, but, you know, like you say, Mm. you need to find um, what's right for me. And even the different styles. I mean, I I know I've got a friend who does Bikram yoga and Mm -hmm. sounds horrific for me. I just can't stand any temperature. Oh, yeah, there's like hot yoga. There's many types, many types. you know... 40 degree or some crazy yeah, temperature mm-hmm. kind of <laughs> but it's um no it's quite interesting has anyone got any horror stories from yoga i've got a funny story um, uh, i mean sometimes because i think i get dehydrated a lot i'm a bit silly and I, I just forget to drink i'm all about the eating and uh sometimes when you're doing a lot of things where you're leaning forward uh i get i get dizzy a lot and i have had to take myself do you remember when we were a at that one together and I had yeah. to take myself over to go like the poorly corner so that that's um it's not a horror story but it is like a, a little bit embarrassing when you have to go and take yourself off to the poorly corner and take a seat <laughs> and just watch everyone basically I think I think my one what I can think about at the moment is the, the, is the meditation where just my whole entire leg just you know it went numb and then the pain just came <laughs> And I thought, it, was, it reminded me of school where, you know, you cross your leg with the assembly mm-hmm. and then you stand up and your friend pushes you because you can see that your leg's numb. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like beating the life back into <laughs> it. But, um, but apart from it, like actually doing yoga now, I don't yeah. think I've got... I was just thinking yeah. about Corinne forgetting to breathe, but... Um... <laughs> that, I, I, yeah, I do, I do that regularly though, not just at yoga. <laughs> no, I, I had a kind of anti-yoga session once. In, it was when we were in the place in the basement and... Mm-hmm the first group of people left and they got stuck in the lift for like 20 minutes okay. and one of the people one of them was very claustrophobic so they um, they certainly weren't very refreshed by the time they got back <laughs> no. to the office yeah, yeah. Undid was... all they could, undid all they were could. they not stuck in there with the instructor unfortunately that not <laughs> that could have been quite a nice little sort of meditation space yeah. we have spoken yoga um, because that's mainly what I do, and I know that's what Sasha does. Um, but we know there's other types of um, exercise. Yeah, I mean, you've got things like Pilates, Tai Chi, mm-hmm. um, and that's something I've tried before, um, yeah. probably 10, 15 years ago. Okay. Um, me and my family signed up for a, a sort of 12-week session learning Tai Chi, um, doing the kind of 24 form thing which is a sort of it's almost like a performance where you perform different moves one after another okay. if you think about um, if anyone's watched uh, the, o- the OA where yeah. they're kind yeah. of doing yeah. a movement it's kind of kind of like that obviously you don't go to another dimension <laughs> or I haven't, or quite, I haven't quite perfected <laughs> it right um, but you kind of do this thing and you, you can do it sort of still or you kind of move around the room mm-hmm um, so we did a, a 12 week course on that, which was really nice. And everyone was, it was a sort of beginner thing and everyone was kind of a bit normal in the room. And then by the end of it, there was people wearing like crop trousers and things, which was quite funny. And they kind of really got into it. Um, so we did a subsequent 12 week course where we kind of perfected it a bit more and learned the different oh, okay. things. I, I can't say I could do it now. I can't remember, but I'm sure if I was led, I would pick it up because yeah, we, you know, we did it quite a bit. But um, yeah, the second session was quite funny because we we paid for my mum to join us, and by then everyone was quite serious, and she is a, a very serious person, and just spent the whole time laughing in the background. Really <laughs> embarrassing. Like you normally get embarrassed by your mother when you take her to school or something, but she she just completely disgraced herself. <laughs> um, 
And you so could see. She's not with me. Yeah, it was, but clearly she clearly was, unfortunately. She was. <laughs> clearly she was. <laughs> so, what was the motivation behind the whole family signing up then? Because it's quite a unusual, you know, especially for the length of, you know, it's quite a commitment. Twelve. Yeah, weeks. I mean, it was a it was a sort of hour a session a week for mm. twelve weeks. Um, I can't remember whether there was any kind of health thing. I think we just mm-hmm. thought it'd be try something quite a nice thing to try out yeah. as a sort of me and my sisters and some friends. And a way of working out a family feud? No, it was no <laughs> kind of... It was, it was, I think we just thought it'd be quite interesting yeah. to try out and um, but, it was but, nice. But I think if, you know, if people haven't tried something like yoga, tai chi, pilates, I think it's always good to... Just give it a go because you don't realise what other benefits can come with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you might be going to, you know, stretch more, mindfulness, you know, just something, you know, t- to get into a routine of something. But you know, other things come with it. Mm-hmm. Health benefits, all of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you saying about taking part? Sometimes people don't always feel confident enough going along to a class on their own so if you can find a friend or a family member like jay did there it's quite nice to introduce yourself to these things to build up the confidence to then maybe think oh i could probably do this on my own or you both love it or or the three or four or however many of you sign up and you keep going and i think that's quite a good way of um getting yourself out there yeah, yeah, there seems to be sessions all over the place, whether it's through work or mm-hmm. in the local village hall. I go and have a look at a little parish notice board or something yeah. and see that there's normally a poster up there for yoga. Or, exactly. And most of them do kind of taster sessions. Yeah. Just kind of try it out without spending any money mm-hmm. and kind of see see what you know how that how that feels. And actually, I've I've been going now. I think I've been five or six times, and you start seeing the same people there you start sort of start smiling and then you start having a little bit of a chat as well which is always a bit nice obviously you can keep yourself to yourself if you want but just like you know everyone's there for a kind of similar reason really you know you can have that sense of community yeah to build which is nice yeah which is always nice that's what i've enjoyed from it um you know my main takeaway from it is it's that hour where i'm not thinking about anything else that I've got to do and like I said my favourite bit is that five minutes at the end where it is just just a little bit of meditation music that Lauren plays a little bit of Lauren reminding us to breathe and relax and that kind of thing (laughs) reminding me to breathe yeah Yeah. and yeah and that bit is just really nice it is really nice does she do the thing with the story sometimes they kind of talk through a story like you know you're you're in a cave and you're looking out <laughs> no she doesn't that's quite no. i've had that before that's quite nice okay yeah, that's that's the thing there's so many different types isn't it and yeah and what i love about yoga is the fact that you know every teacher has their own different take on it yeah um they modify um, movements they have stories they mm-hmm. you know use meditation bowls and mm-hmm. things like that um for me i've i've been doing yoga on and off for quite a few years now and it's funny to say you know people say to you know are you what level of yoga are you at it's like i I don't really know but i've been doing it for years because the class like the the sessions i go to they have like all levels and then levels two and three i'm yet to find out what level two and three is i'm not i'm too scared to go i'm totally but i mean I think what I, I really like about it is the fact that it's it's interlinking the mind and body. Mm. Um, and, you know, like you said, for that hour, you forget. But for uh, I do a combination of going to classes and doing it at home. And I've just noticed that um, I'm quite lucky in the morning when I get up. I, my flatmates leave really early. Mm-hmm. So I actually have the flat to myself where I can do 20 minutes in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, by Wednesday or Thursday, I feel so much... So, you know, I feel the difference, um, but, for, you know, before I even start my day, but I don't do that every week. So mm. it's like getting into that habit of um, working into your everyday life. Yeah. Like you said earlier, being mindful about mindfulness, <laughs> remembering to do it. Yeah, which is <laughs> most of the success of it, I guess. <laughs> I, I, I think I'm more in the kind of physical sense that I've struggled a bit with like muscular pain from sports and mm-hmm. stuff and... I've always sort of dipped into yoga when I've been having back pain or mm-hmm. 
I feel like I need to to stretch more regularly, and I've almost used yoga as as sort of stretch exercises mm-hmm. more yeah. than anything, and then found the the headspace being to be quite nice. Yeah. And then yeah. I've kind of and then I've kind of forgotten about it because I haven't kind of got it properly in my routine. Yeah. And then I suddenly go, oh, my back's starting to hurt. Oh, I should. Maybe I do yoga again. Yeah, and I so kind you of only do it yeah, reactive probably, rather than proactive. Probably even over the last 15 years, I've dipped in and out of But doing maybe a bit your back yoga. wouldn't hurt if you were doing it. Oh, yeah, I'd have no problems <laughs> at all. And it's completely, if I'd have stuck to it yeah. in different guises, I'm sure I'd be so much better. But I'm the same. You know, I get um, incredible uh, jaw pain because I grind my teeth at night. It I'm a typical stressed out person so I grind my teeth at night and I tense my jaw and all of that so I've got jaw pain and I was at yoga the other day and um, was given a yoga block to put on the back of my neck and just roll my neck over it and I was like oh my god I found the exercise that is going to help <laughs> and that's, that's what I was saying about the other benefits yeah though. you don't realize what you can tap into yeah um, and so I was like, I spoke to Lauren at the end of class and I was like, I need to go and buy me a yoga block. So I've bought myself a yoga block now and it's arrived at home. It's too big. I've ruined, I've ruined it because I've bought one that's too big, but it's staying. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just going to work with it. It'll be fine. But yeah, I can't wait to be doing it. But even that, it's been in the house five, six, maybe even over a week and I still haven't done it. That's yeah. getting that routine going is difficult, but yeah. it's certainly something I'm going to work into my day. But I, what I like about, um, and we've mentioned yoga with Adrian, so I tend to use her when I'm doing it at home. And um, one of the things that she says is, if you've made it to the mat, you've done the hardest part. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think that actually yeah. you go, yeah, I'll have. <laughs> yeah. But if you can get into that of actually, you know, rolling that mat out or, you know, attending the class or whatever it is you're doing, um, then the rest should come yeah just like getting out of bed in the morning that when the alarm first goes that first step out of bed is is the challenge but once you're up you're up yeah absolutely exactly yeah i don't know sometimes when you're trying to hold some of those positions they're quite painful. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but um yeah I, I can't say i've ever done a session where i've walked away thinking like oh i ache or no. you know i've walked away going I can feel that, but mm-hmm. I feel great. You feel great for it, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, God, most of the time, like, half the time I'm in pain. But yeah. then once, you, once you, you know, you feel, every time you finish, though, you're like, that was great. It so, depends. Like, I don't, I don't physically, I don't like, and maybe I should do it a little bit more, maybe I will, but I don't, because of the reason I'm going is more for the head space part and the, but I don't physically really push myself like we quite often get options on the exercises and I kind of don't always pick the most it depends how it feels if I'm like I don't feel that at all I'll push it a bit more you know but if I'm feeling it and I'm only here then I'm and she says oh you can push it further I'm like meh (laughs) I'm I'm okay here (laughs) it's nice I mean the it depends what you need it for and exactly the the exercises themselves are about being flexible but the actual process of doing yoga is isn't it I mean Mm -hmm. They have classes for people who are pregnant. They have classes mm-hmm. for yeah. older people. We, yeah, it's a complete mixed bag. Kind of, yeah. so. And I've just felt like it's helped my posture so much. And I've had, you know, you talk about your different pains. I've had back pain and um, just how you stand. And, uh, you know, I think they talked about introducing yoga meditation to schools, which I just think is definitely yeah, well, the way we, to go. I think me and Lauren spoke about that if on the interview. But um, I was like... it if i didn't then we did and we didn't record it i must <laughs> apologize um, but yeah we definitely said that that was, should be a thing because I, I just think it's a really yeah. good thing and yeah. i do just but, for, for for the mindfulness part and also the posture the back you know because a lot you know so many people go in the workplace have bad postures bad yeah. backs and you know it's it's about addressing building up your core so yeah i think you know being yeah. the proactive start when you're you when you're young at school the routine becomes a bit easier rather than us oldies trying to yeah. re- put it into our routine that we've already created in our lives yeah. absolutely and it's uh, from the kind of environmental side as well mm-hmm. it's um you know you don't need loads of equipment you Mm-mm. can you know you can turn up in shorts and t-shirt find a local one kind of walk there don't need 
to go and buy loads of roll mats and mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff. Most mm-hmm. charity shops have probably got loads of stuff. Yeah, people have dipped yeah. In and, out, and uh, Lauren actually has all her own. A lot of the yoga instructors will have it all there for you to use as well. Mm-hmm. Um, mats and the yoga blocks and pillows and bits like that. But um, I do have my own mat, courtesy of my lovely sister treating me for my birthday. Forgot she about forgot that. about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something I would have done. <laughs> but it's it's one of those perfect kind of things, really, isn't it? It's yeah. a bit like you know going for a walk rather than yeah. going to the gym, and yeah, you know there isn't all of. Oh, the... and you can definitely like as we it is about mindfulness a mindfulness walk. Just this is the time to have a mindfulness walk because you can just notice all of the leaves coming out, that tree's starting to flower, you know, all those flowers are coming up now. It's the perfect time for that. So I couldn't recommend that more at the moment if you fancy. Go on then, challenge me! Okay, so on the last episode, we challenged Jay to stop eating as many crisps and busy drinks <laughs> it's, uh, as many none yeah none we were oh, mean yeah, yeah. we were mean we were like cut them all out um so how did you get on jay yeah I was... what was it it was two weeks wasn't it uh yeah it was, it was two, two weeks, weeks did you not manage it, it? Yeah. no well i did <laughs> it's a long time I, I think we had a discussion that i would start 24 hours after we recorded the mm-hmm. podcast yes because um wasn't it nachos were on their way to you yeah, they were As already we they were challenge. already in the oven. Yeah, I was eating those um, So yeah, I, I does everyone to... remember the hard time that Jay gave me? By the way, about starting Veganuary a day late. Just saying, just saying. <laughs> yeah, uh, but <laughs> yeah, but but Veganuary is you know January. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm still know, going. Starting so on what? the second. Of January. <laughs> <laughs> but, but how, how how did you find it? Yeah, it was fine actually. I think it was. I mean, obviously, I'm fairly aware of what I eat a lot of the time just because mm-hmm. I avoid stuff, but mm-hmm. I eat so much rubbish. Mm-hmm. And I literally, I think I lost two and a half kilos in two weeks just from not eating crispy really? just fizzy from drinks. That, yeah. Cool. Um, which I think shows that I eat way too much crisps and fizzy <laughs> drinks. <laughs> has it changed your habit yeah. since? Yeah, I think it has. Yeah. I haven't. You know, like if we go to the pub or something, I'll eat some crisps. Yeah, but that's, but that's the time that you want to be doing it, isn't um, it? Because it's a treat. Yeah, but certainly not in the sense I was before. Mm-hmm. I mean, I sort of fell off the wagon a little bit recently because Nat ran a conference and she got some really cheap hula hoops. So uh, yeah, I didn't see them. So Did you eat them all? In our house. <laughs> I didn't um, see a single hula hoop, Jay. They, yeah, she decided not to take them to the conference. Oh, I, I don't know why, um, but um, yeah. I accidentally ate a thousand packets of hula hoops over <laughs> But other than that, I've really cut back on stuff You've and it's, yeah, it's been quite good. That's so good. I, th- I think it was just quite scary, the difference it made in two weeks. Like I didn't change anything else. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so that's, that, that's, so it's a bit of a... Yeah, and I, I don't think I'm like one of those people on... Well, I am definitely a secret eater, but, you know, like on TV, you see someone that drinks like four gallons of Pepsi a day mm-hmm. and eats 10 packets of crisps. I don't think I'm like that, but, you know, just not having a You're bag of crisps scales. every day. <laughs> still, still it's, yeah, yeah, it's quite, yeah. quite shocking, really. Wow. So you would say that going forward, apart from splurging the odd time on a thousand hula hoops, <laughs> you might reduce how many you have. Yeah, I mean, that was entirely my wife's fault. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, and it's obviously it's such a wasteful thing, yeah. crisp packets and stuff. But mm. Yeah, but, that's the reason why I've, I've cut, cut them out. Yeah. Um, haven't cut them out completely. I use them as a, as a treat. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But the motivation wasn't for health reasons. It was plastic. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's interesting that you've been able, in two weeks, you've been able to um, change your habit um, or your association with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think mine took a little longer. But, um, yeah, yeah I, th- well, well I think it was just I shocked myself <laughs> by kind of getting on the scales and going, Oh my god, I <laughs> it made a proper physical difference. Yeah. Which is, yeah, do you remember when you came in the pub and I was like, You actually look slimmer in the face show? You were like, No, I've just had a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was two and a half kilos. Worth of hair. <laughs> well, well done, well done. Yeah, I I got through it. And I, I, you know, I turned down 
crisps. Um, <laughs> I did, yeah, I did. I managed to, to do the time. So Good. that's all three of us um, have had a challenge now. Yeah. Um, and... We're not going to set a challenge today. We're going to set it in the in the part two of the episode. We've got a good one cooking. Jay doesn't <laughs> I don't know about know it. What it is, Jay so. doesn't know yet. Right, we're wrapping up. So um, catch up with Lauren. You can go and find her website at lg-yoga.com. Follow her on Instagram. She's always putting little videos up. I quite like watching Lauren and seeing how flexible and amazing she is at yoga and how I'm thinking, mm, I might not be able to do that in class. So it's just fun to watch. And uh, we will catch up with you soon. Yeah. Yeah. Bye.